Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of A Better Father. Today I'm talking about Day 18 of being a Daily Stoic, and then I might throw on a little something-something about my daughter at the end, depending on how long I speak here. So, the Stoic challenge for today was stand up to something or someone bad. And I always like, the thing I like best about these things is having to think about it because so many of these things, I think the purpose of it is to get us to think about it, one, and try to seuss it out. And I've read so many things about journaling and how good it is for you and how to put stuff down on paper and try to figure it out is the best way to go. And there's just so many things we don't do or we're not taught or we're not, we beat in memorizing facts or trying to figure out what this state means or that and we're not teaching kids how to how to learn how to grow how to how to be better citizens and it's so frustrating sometimes and it breaks my heart that's just a little side rant because i sat there and i was like and i'm going to talk more about this later because it keeps coming up but i am getting really tired of my own yeah but because I have a lot of situations where I read something or I'm doing something and I'm trying to break myself of this bad habit. I just say, yeah, but if I did this or you should do this, I'm like, yeah, but my situation. Yeah, but I can't do that because yeah, but if only she would do this or yeah, but like, what can I do? And I, it's been this negative self-talk, which is the whole point of so many things that I've been progressing through recently and potentially my whole life, of just that, that yeah, but. And it, it's, this person is doing this, yeah, but. It's like, it's not doing me any good, it's not solving any problems, and it's giving me a defeatist attitude and an excuse to get out. It's giving me an excuse to say, I don't, I don't need to deal with this, or I can't deal with this, or I'm in COVID right now. So, because my first thought, my first thought was, and I wrote it down, my first thought is I need to widen my bubble. <laughs> so, I'm assuming my brain went to stand up to something or someone bad was putting myself or being in a situation where I would do that or could do that or should do that or would be even put in a position to be able to do that. And of course, that's just the first sentence and that's why it's good to write. And then I started to kind of spiral down into um, my daughter and that's I don't want to go down that hole right now or at this point but there was just a lot of things I didn't do or stand up for with my daughter when I should have and it was I let people bully me I let people tell me what or how to take care of my daughter in an attempt to make a bad situation work or be in it it's that was my second thought and then I keep going and then I got to all these viral videos and this is where I really started to go with this. This is where this really started to dial in for me was I started thinking of these viral videos we see of people freaking out on the Starbucks barista or the one that popped in my head was that lady who was going off about her coffee or wearing a mask or something and then threw out just some racial comment for like, I mean, other than the girl having to be black, but it was just like, it had nothing to do with the situation, just throw it out. Black lives don't matter something and it was just like what what is going on here and and that goes viral and we're all looking at it and we're saying oh there's a Karen and she's so bad and look at what she's doing and I was thinking about that of like yeah that would have been a situation and then I started thinking all these people are just standing in line 
Nobody said, hey, shut up. Nobody said, hey, stop it. Nobody said, hey, leave her alone. She just wants to get you your coffee. And she, the lady, and again, the, the focus was on this person being bad, randomly throwing out racial comments, and the barista behind the counter just being calm. And he's like, look how calm she is. Look at how great she's dealing with it. I'm like, there's four people in line wearing masks, doing what they should, just standing there while they make this barista handle it. And it was just... It just kept getting more and more heartbreaking because then there was another one that just came out about look how calm and stuff the the Trader Joe's manager was being and stuff and it's like uh, these one I've worked retail I've worked in these situations I've been a barista and they don't make a lot of money they're essential workers that we pay like trash and they're trying to fight for 15 bucks an hour again not the point of this but it's just people are just standing by and I don't think we're pointing out the right things and yes that you could make a situation worse and the tea Trader Joe's manager was handling it well. But this is just a hourly employee for Starbucks making who knows what work in crappy, crappy shifts, I assume, because, you know, you have to be in there at 3, 4 in the morning so people can get their skinny latte at 5 in the morning, and I've been that person, so I'm not knocking those people. I'm just saying they do this work for us so that we can go to our jobs or take care of our kids or get our kid to school or whatever, and they're doing extra things so we can do that. And then we just stand by and it was like, so, so this stand up to something or to someone bad, you know, again, and it's Martin Luther King day. So, or this will go out tomorrow for today, which is the 18th day of the stoic, the 18th day of the month. And also my 15th episode, but, um, but where was I going with that? Sorry. And it's MLK day. So like you start thinking bigger, you start thinking whatever. And I'm just like, I've stood up. I remember the first time I kind of really remember standing up. I stood up for myself as a server at Hands, working in a restaurant, and I was told I couldn't do something, and I just ignored the manager and went and did it, which wasn't the right way thing to do or way to handle it, but it was also like, don't tell me I can't do something. I got this. This is stupid. It was like taking a bigger table, and they're just like, you can't do that or whatever. I'm like, I've been here a week. I got it, whatever. Anyway, so then that happened, and then I remember... Uh, there's so many like little examples of stupid little stuff, but I remember uh, standing up for my employee when I worked for a clothing company, uh, retail manager in a mall, and the VP, the district manager's boss, whatever, told told me how my employees didn't care and they were just there to to get a discount, blah blah blah, and I stood up for him, and then that ended up ultimately costing me my job. Um, but it was just like, you can't just like rip on people who work their butts off for me without me saying something like, and I didn't even like fight them or anything. I just said like, no, these, they're good people. They're working hard and they would sacrifice for me, which they had. And that didn't go over well because you can't stand up. And then I did it again with a boss at another job. And that didn't go over well because I can't believe you said that to her or whatever. And I'm like, I just, she just can't just say random mean things about people that work so hard for me. And again, she actually handled it much better and it kind of became like a side joke but it still comes up every once in a while and those are just like small moments of just kind of standing up for somebody or not letting somebody bully your employees or bully somebody because they're in a lesser position and they're just making assumptions on them or their position or their station in life and it's just like like all these little moments can be that moment and and you can have these 
these little instances where an employee behind a cash register is getting railed by somebody and you can just step in and be like, that's not nice. Stop it. <laughs> like, it's a coffee. Like, do whatever you got to do, but move on. Like, and again, it wasn't a bad situation, but I just remember one time my mom told me a story of how she was at a grocery store in Florida and there was kind of like a little thing between the cashier and the person buying because she didn't have enough money and blah, blah, blah. I became thinking my mom's just like, I'll pay for it. Like, it's fine. You're good. Just add it on to mine. And the lady was like, so thankful and oh my gosh and blah, blah, blah. And it was a very nice thing to do. And I don't think it was like escalating horribly, but she stood up for this person and just said like, I got it. Like this person doesn't have the money. I'll take care of it. It's fine. And then she told me, <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you this part, but she told me later, like, I was just frustrated and want to get out of there. So it was worth buying it. You're like, you did the good deed, even if it was a self-motivated, selfish reason, you still did the good deed and, and you took care of this person and made their life a little easier and nicer, de-escalated a potentially bad situation or this person fighting. And it was just like, there just needs to be more moments like that. And I don't like those moments because it's not, I think in the in the vein of this, but I don't like those moments where everybody has to pay it forward because then you're just forcing people to do something or like, I don't know, that doesn't feel right or good. But anyway, um, so the quote in here from um, the Daily Stoic email on day 18 is, the upright and honest man corrects the wrongs of fortune and softens hardships and bitterness because he knows how to endure them. He likes why He likewise accepts prosperity with appreciation and moderation and stands up against trouble with steadiness and courage. Seneca, Letters from a Stoic, 98.3. And it's just that it doesn't matter what you have, you still got to do the right thing. And it's just, I, we lose these concepts and we lose these principles and we lose these just basic human decency, I think, by going through our day. And it's really crazy because again it's just the zeitgeist of things but i was listening to um a podcast as i want to do and um it's smartless and it's got jack one of the three people on there is jack from uh will and grace i can't think of his real name or whatever but he was telling a story about how there was a guy laying in the street and this was years ago, and people were driving around him, and he's like, what the heck? And then he goes to get out of his car, and he has that pause moment of like, oh, this could be a scam where, you know, the guy pretends to be in dead or hurt or something, and then, um, you know, he gets out of his car, and they take his car, jack him or whatever, and he's just like, well, I'm going to go check on this person. And, and everybody just drove around him, and nobody was standing up to something or to someone bad, which is all the people driving around a body in the street. And the guy turned out to be shot, and then he had, like, called the ambulance, and they came and got him and stuff, and he ultimately lived. So he did the right good thing. But it's just, like, it's just another example of that doing the right thing and standing up for someone who's just in the street <laughs> bleeding out from a gunshot wound. People just drive around him because we just don't have that empathy. And I think it's also that muscle you build where these little things add up, and you don't need money to stop and help somebody. You don't need money to say, hey leave them alone like geez stop bullying or we've gotten to a point where four people will stand around not do anything one person will get praised for not escalating it or yelling back at them the other person gets called a name we i know a lot of very nice karens not a lot of i know a couple i dated one and she was amazing and it's just like so we've just thrown this label on people for being horrible 
And there's four people just standing there doing nothing. Just say shut up, leave her alone. Oh my gosh, but we're just not, we're, we're, we've been conditioned and built to start avoiding things. We've been conditioned and built to stand back or not get involved. And it's hard and you don't know how it's gonna end and you know, but it's, I don't see how standing back, and again, you gotta assess the situation and stuff. You don't wanna be that dude shot in the street. But just standing up for a barista every once in a while, I think would help do this. And so finding these moments to just help somebody or stand up for somebody or or not let somebody do something. You can write letters to congressmen. We can start. I'm not I was going to I'm going to say this because my political views are very well expressed in here. But I mean, we can start writing letters to our congressmen and our senators saying, hey, some people did some really bad stuff and we need to look at how to fix this or get rid of them or make them pay. I don't know what it is, but a lot of right-leaning senators or congressmen like kind of helped inside a coup against our government. Like, There's got to be repercussions for that. You don't get away with that. If I did it, like, the people are getting rounded up and arrested for that. We need to stand up for these bad moments. We need to send out a letter. We need to write people and say, we support you getting these people out of office. We support you making sure they can never run again for an office. Like, oh. So anyway, <laughs> when I first started this, I was like, oh, this is going to be a quick and easy one. I'm going to get in and out. And then obviously I was a little bit more passionate about it because you should be. And if you're not passionate about it, you're not motivated to move. And if you don't get riled up about it, the next time it happens, you're not prepped to to stand up and just say leave them alone like stop it just stop it like if you're gonna act like a child i'm gonna treat you in a way that other people treat their kids and i don't even treat my kid and it's just gonna be stop it <laughs> like you should know better and again i'm <laughs> i don't know if i should share this one or not hold on so this this would be uh this isn't anything derogatory towards the x or anything but Again, with the differences and the cloud hanging over of just what I dealt with for seven years, ah, um, it still hangs over me. But my daughter very wisely said to me, and I know there's two completely different answers happening, so I always try to phrase things in a way that like helps her or makes sense to her. And so she said to me recently, I'm confused about something. She always like preferences before she speaks with like a statement or like let you know what she's leading into. It's really cool actually. I don't always catch catch it in like a, oh, I'm making an observation of the way you speak, which is really neat. But she kind of started off the statement by saying like, I'm confused about something or it really doesn't make sense when people do this. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? And she said, we spent all this time and preschool and kindergarten stuff talking about making friends and talking to people and getting comfortable and trying to figure out how to converse with people we don't know and how to open ourselves up and stuff and I'm like yeah and she's like and now I'm learning about how to avoid people how pe strangers are bad how we're not supposed to talk to people and she's like that doesn't make any sense why did you and then she literally I'm paraphrasing her but she very much said why did I spend the first five six years whatever however she said that years of my life being told one thing and now that I'm a little bit older you're telling me the other thing and she's like that doesn't make sense and that confuses me which I promise you is the way she would talk again I'm paraphrasing it but that is very in line with how she said it and I'm like you're right it is confusing and then I had to sit down and have a different conversation with her about like you 
<laughs> I mean, again, I've been trying to reiterate things about your body, your choice, and like just because you're related to somebody, and again, not going down a rabbit hole, but like they're not allowed to touch you. They're not allowed to hug you if you don't want to be hugged. They're not allowed to just grab you and take you because that's that's not that's the opposite of teaching you your body, your choice, except when it's grandma, except when it's this person, except when there's a cousin or an aunt or an uncle. It's like, no, it's not your body, your choice, except when we make exceptions to the rule for you. It's your body, your choice, period, end of story. Like, that's just it. And there's no confusion around that. And then we teach this one thing and then another thing. And so it's like, let's talk about this and not just tell you one thing because she was confused about it. And they didn't preference it. They didn't say, hey, um, I listened to a really good book a long time ago. And it was like right around the time I had my daughter. But it was all these myths and stuff about um, children and like what we were told as kids or whatever. It was really good because it dispelled a lot of untruths. But it talked about, and again, everything's circumstantial, but it talked about how we spent this time in the 80s um, teaching how like not to get in the stranger's van and not to do this and how bad strangers are. And then when you broke it down, it was like one kid out of like five million. I don't remember the exact number. But like we spent all this time and all this fear and created all of these this anxiety and stress around something that wasn't really even happening and and again that's a whole rabbit hole because things have changed a little bit and we do have sex trafficking and all this stuff so this is just back in the 80s and that's what they were talking about but it was also making sure we talked to kids in a proper way of like if you get lost you need to find somebody who's probably going to be a stranger and talk to them and tell them I'm lost. You need to find these people. Now we have to talk about how to identify somebody that you, who knows who you can trust anymore these days or whatever, but like somebody that looks like somebody you can trust, somebody that looks like somebody that is going to help you. And it's talking about how if you're in a store and you get lost, find somebody who looks like they work there because potentially that person's going to be a more helpful person and do less horrible things because they're working and so it's like oh here's a lost kid I got to do my job and so we had a really nice conversation around it and I again sometimes I stumble over that stuff and I drag it out obviously um but it was just a really good conversation and and I just also took the opportunity to tell her like keep doing this if it doesn't make sense if you don't understand it if it's confusing because I don't (laughs) I'm not I don't lie to her I don't sugarcoat things really but I also try to figure out a better way to say things sometimes. But I'm just like, adults are assholes. Like, there are so many just shitty human beings that it's because you're a kid doesn't doesn't mean, like, I'm trying to get you to be one of these people. Because once you get past a certain age, you don't get better. <laughs> like, you're still making choices. You're still going to make mistakes. You're going to be an asshole sometimes. Now and when you're 50. Like, you're just, that's human nature. I can't put this in a way that's going to make you out to think that, everything's going to get better or one day it all comes together because you hit a certain age or this happened or that happened. Like, I'm going to do my best now. I'm going to be honest with you as much as I can and as best as I can right now. But this is the rest of your life. People are shitty, period, end of story. You're going to be dealing with bad people. I got to teach you how to identify them, deal with them, and find the good people too because we spend all this time on like this negative thing, which was a whole other rant I was going to go on. Um, which again, these are supposed to be shorter focused episodes and sometimes I find the way to rant. Um, But I also just like, I have this amazing daughter and I want her to just have the ability to stand up for somebody 
to stand up to the bad person, to stand up to somebody who's not doing what's right, and somebody who who is giving her bad information or asking her to do something she's not comfortable with or telling her to do something she knows is, is wrong. And then, again, she's going to do it because we've all done it. But also, like, no, she can come talk to me, and it's not going to... It's not going to be a negative experience. It's going to be a learning talking experience. But if you, but if I can get her to understand, like you could be that person, somebody could identify as the person they can trust if they get lost, if they need help. And you could be that person for them. And then if somebody's being bad, you can be the person to stand up. You can help do day 18 of dad's daily stoic challenge from 2021 and maybe make a difference. And that's my job. Wow, I'm sorry, that was a crazy rant. Um, I don't think it was a crazy rant, but I was going to talk about, and I'm going to try to remember to do this, so I've been getting better at writing stuff down, um, but I was going to talk about discipline and kids because it is becoming a more and more of a reality for the situation my daughter is in when she's not here versus the way I handle things and the way I do things and the way I think things should be done or taken care of. So that's what I was going to talk about, but I've already gone longer than I planned with this. Um, day 18, Daily Stoic. So for yourself, for anybody who's listening and getting anything out of the money I paid and passing it on to you, is um, stand up to something or someone bad and find that opportunity or process it in your head of when, if it happened, where you could just say, stop it. <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> Nothing else you can say that because people don't deserve to be treated poorly, especially when they're working so we can have our super crazy expensive whatever coffee. Like it's just nuts that we would treat somebody that way. Like they're the one, ah, I'll stop ranting. Anyway, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate doing this. I'm hopefully getting a little uh, better at it um, and help finding better ways to talk about things and present information and news to you because that's what I want to do. I want to be a better father and these things are helping me be a better father and they're helping me have conversations with my daughter that are improving situations for me as a father and her as a human being in the world. And that's really all you can do. Thank you very much. I appreciate you listening. Goodbye.